All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, the man across the table. I don't know. What are you doing over there? What? You're just... Now you guys are loud in my headphones. You guys turned my headphones up. Uh, anyways, on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday. <laughs> that's Rick. Rick, say hello, Rick. I'm here. And the uh, guy over there uh, who made the smart move of putting his coffee inside of an actual cup this time. Yeah. Is uh, Fredo. Say what's up, Fredo. What's up? That's it? That's it. Okay. Well, that was your one chance to speak, and you just blew it. <laughs> yeah. No more right, for, the, for the rest of the show. Fredo's a little distracted. He just showed us the video of a guy catching a dildo in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally not expecting that. It was a slow motion video. I was like, okay, maybe he's going to get hit in the face with a pie or something like that. And no, it was, it was a dildo down the throat. Well, that was a little weird out, but I was afraid of how we started. He goes, you want to see my new party trick? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And it was the guy catching the dildo in his mouth happily. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, as always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, a.k.a. the spare bedroom in Fredo's house with the Sesame Street people. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael Double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, and at Half Zero. Or look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points. Uh, and once again, a reminder, we are on iTunes now. Uh, get on there. Give it a listen. Share it with your friends. Give us some stars. Give us a review. All that good stuff. Let us know what you think of the show. What you think we could do better. So we will not do it. And we'll just keep doing things our own way. Because <laughs> other than that, we're just picking ourselves apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, before we get started, hold on, Fredo. Did we get any uh, other reviews or anything like that? Nope. Dang it. I was hoping we to have catch three on. Total so far, we three. We're, we're good. It's all good. Whatever. We need more, though. I hate you guys when you guys don't <laughs> review us. But all right. It's yeah, a love hate relationship. Yeah. Um, before we get started, I also got to say congratulations to one of our listeners, uh, Jeff. He won our uh, GTP FanDuel MLB Challenge this past week. There were eight entries, I believe, this time again, who, and uh, who, uh, he finished took, first. Who took my spot this week? Uh, one of our listeners named Steven, who was the one who was constantly bragging about being in first place, and uh, he had himself <laughs> Two weeks in a, row. a terrible, a terrible night. So, uh, yeah, congratulations <laughs> to him, too, for finishing down in Fredo Place. The Fredo Place. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it warm. Yeah. Uh, is anybody else excited that the Bachelor Bachelorette starting? Oh, so excited! Yeah, Bachelorette. You don't know what that is? You I know, know what that is, is Fredo. I know it is. Yeah. I'm anyway, so excited! I just thought they'd throw that in. A lot of people are talking about it. Well, I was <laughs> in a, somebody's brother on it from around here. Uh, no, no, like a celebrity. Oh, Aaron Rodgers' brother is on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I saw something about That's that. That's funny. Yeah. So wait, is he? The one guy, or is it the one with the one girl and a bunch of guys? It's the one girl and a bunch of guys. Okay. You know what's funny? It's Dude, really... he's going to win. <laughs> he could. Yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah, okay, he might have. You know, <laughs> kind of just spoiled it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would pick him. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much what, yeah, he, that's just what said he said right said. now. How could you turn that hunk down is what really came out of Fredo's mouth. He's a quarterback. Yeah. Come on. Free he football. was a quarterback. He played, football, I think man. he played quarterback at a Vanderbilt or something Vanderbilt, like that. Vanderbilt, yeah. But, uh, so, uh, he's got Fredo's vote. He's got dreamy eyes. <laughs> but it's funny because uh i mean you don't usually i mean i'm sure there's guys out there that watch it and get into it and uh don't openly admit it but they watch it like with their girlfriends or their husbands or something uh but i what i think is funny is i don't know if you guys know this but mel kuyper for every season of the bachelor or bachelorette he actually and and mel kuyper is the guy who does the big board for espn like during the draft you know but they he does a big board for each one of the shows and like (laughs) they talk about it during their weekend show and, and i heard it one time i was What's going on here, yeah. man? Like, what are we talking about? How yeah. do you guys even know this stuff? He even did a special <laughs> podcast for the, yeah. the Bachelorette. The That's so the weird. Yeah. 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 That's so weird. I mean, <laughs> I just don't picture Mel Kuyper curling up on a, I don't know, whatever day it is, like a Tuesday or a Wednesday it, watching it. it. Yeah, because I, I listen to it every once in a while, too. But, yeah, he... he he loves it. Yeah. He actually watches it. Yeah, and, and giving his two cents. Yeah. Greg Rogers out of Vanderbilt. He's got a great chance. He's got a great look. Exactly. <laughs> That's just so weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Uh, for all you college football fans out there, um, as of this recording, we are officially 100 days out from the start of the college football season. So, go dogs. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really. I don't really. Uh, I, I don't have a. I watch college I, football. No, well, I I enjoy watching college football, but I just don't have a team in college. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I think when I was little, I used to have a Michigan hat, and so like I was a Michigan fan for a little bit. But then I was just like, oh, I don't really care for Michigan; it's not anywhere around. Yeah, I'm not and I think I just had there. the hat because it had an M, and my my name was Michael. So I'm like, <laughs> this is my name. Like I was just like players. I liked Ohio State when I was a kid because they had like uh, David Boston was like one of my favorite receivers coming out at the yeah. time. Terry Glenn, <laughs> David Boston. I haven't heard that name in a Dude, long time. Dude, he was man. just a beast, man. Uh, I mean, he was he was definitely one of those. He was like, he, he should have been on the program. He should have been in the program. <laughs> exactly. He belonged in that movie yeah, because definitely. that guy was super roided, man. Roided out, yeah. That, exactly. that oversized Wes Welker helmet was perfect for him. <laughs> like, it it would have fit him perfectly. Yeah. But, man, I haven't heard that name in a long time. No, but I mean, yeah, I, I, you just kind of... For me, I just enjoy watching college football, yeah. but I don't really have eight Yeah, games. I could watch the games, and like, especially the college bowl games themselves. But if it's like a Saturday and I have the choice between like, uh, I don't know, getting together with the friends and having a couple beers or sitting down and watching a football game, I could I could pass on a college football game in order to do something like that, you know? Yeah, but I mean, on a Saturday, if I ain't got nothing to do, I'll spend all day watching, yeah. watching football games. I mean, I'm not watching BYU and Wyoming. No, if it's, <laughs> I'm watching like a top 25 team, like yeah. a Florida, you know. Yeah. Or Bachelorette. Alabama yeah, or something the Bachelorette. like that. Like, I'm watching, I'm watching like the good. Yeah, the good, the good schools. That's, that's sad to say that. Those kids are trying. Yeah, but I, I don't <laughs> care, dude. Like... I mean, you're like there's 120 something Division One, uh, and and you know that's Division why it's just go- so hard to watch. Yeah, man. there's it's just so, so many, watered and down. there's 90 guys on your squad, and yeah. it's just you know it gets ridiculous at some time. Yeah, that's, that that that's for that for me is why it's so hard to watch, and I don't buy the whole well. Kids just try a lot harder in college. You no, know? And like, I've never. Yeah, we've never. I just don't. I just don't buy into that. Yeah. I mean, they try hard in the pros too, but they're just so good. It doesn't look like they're yeah. trying. And there are some guys that may, you know, mail it in after they get their contract. That's that's gonna happen. That's human yeah. nature. But these guys do it for a living. Like you can't half ass yeah. football because that's when you get hurt. And and these guys do it for a living. That's their job. They take it home with them. They study. They're they're doing it twelve hours a day. I swear, and and these college kids, what do they get? A couple hours of practice, yeah. A certain amount of days a week. It's it's very limited the amount of time that they. Let's can see what happens when these kids start getting paid, though. <laughs> uh, well, how much they can will be able to put in? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think it'll ever get to that point of being paid. Like, yeah, I don't think so either. Because if you pay them, you have to pay every other sport. And yeah, there's just. There is enough money to go around, but there's not enough money for the people at the top for like, it to go around for me, because what they're I've greedy always, with it. Well, yeah, what I've always said was, okay, like, of course, you know, you're going to make sure all of their tuitions and their room board, all that kind of stuff is paid for. But give them, like, actual meal stipends and little walking around money. Like, nothing where, like, you're going to take it out of proportion. But let the kids who are athletes have a couple meals mm-hmm. for free, you know? Like, yeah. let them get a, a huge discount at the gift shop because their gift shops probably have everything that they're going to need for them you know let them let them have some advantages and i'm talking about full athletes like yeah. give them two meals a day or uh, at least a, a meal and a couple of snacks you know yeah like, something to go out with too. Yeah. i mean they they make a lot of money for that school, for and school. it's a, but it's always the people who were never college athletes that are just like well, you're getting the education, and you're yeah. getting all this other stuff. Yeah, you're getting all this other stuff. Yeah. Which is, you're overpaying for all that stuff, actually. If you really think about it, let's yeah. not get into all that. But, uh, I mean, what they put themselves through to go there, they're just just—they're making money for these guys at the top, and they're getting nothing for it. And, yes, yeah. they're getting an education, but, I mean... I mean, look at schools. It doesn't, it doesn't equal the same thing. Well, it the schools are the literally thing. pouring money. They're buying things that, like, these Alabamas and this and that. They're buying... Things that they don't necessarily need. They're rebuilding things they don't necessarily need to rebuild because they have so much money and they have to spend it because they're just taking in so much money and they can't pay the athletes. Nick Saban's staff is already the highest paid yeah. college staff. And Nick Saban doesn't even have to pay his mortgage. He has boosters paying It's in his, his contract, yeah. yeah. And, the, and what's crazy about that is I remember uh, on uh, SportsCenter, I think it was, it was one of those things. They were showing the new Alabama 
uh, facilities yeah, and stuff. There's ridiculous. like unnecessary waterfalls. Yeah, and they all, have to look like for reasons all to kinds spend of money. like jacuzzis and spas and stuff yeah. like that. And it's state of the art, everything, but they don't need to go to that level. They could be making stuff, you know, nice and then still be giving these kids what they deserve. Yeah, you if know? you could do all that, uh, you could be paying these kids money. If they're in there sitting on wooden benches and out of their little, you know, high school lockers with their little locks and stuff on them, <laughs> and, uh, then then you could tell me, hey, we can't afford to do it. But yeah. if you're sitting in there giving them each their own personal portable yeah. iPads and TVs and DVD player or Blu-ray players now. Sorry, DVD yeah. players aren't good enough for anybody. <laughs> I found that out the hard way. Now my TV doesn't work with it. <laughs> well, it, work, it works with uh, it, but it's like cut off on the sides. Yeah, not so, good. <laughs> but, but I was always like, well, I'll wait to a point to where like the Blu-ray becomes affordable. I think it's there. I think yeah, it's at that point now. So that point. Uh, maybe I should just do that. But anyways, get it on the point. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rambling man. Yeah, but. Yeah, they can afford to do all that type of stuff. They can yeah. afford to pay all the kids. Just cut back on all that yeah. on that crap. And the man. thing is, for me, I honestly just feel like um, if you want to have a Power Five division and you want it to be Power Five conferences, like you want it to be a division of Power Five conferences, and then everybody else falls in line. I think that if you have the Power Five, all the Division One teams should be in that Power Five. And if you don't have room for them, or if, if you think it's too big or whatever. All those other teams just need to cut off because, and, and go into Division Two or, or, or figure something else. Maybe have them as a different uh, section of Division One that to where the the money could be split because it's really not fair to these other smaller schools yeah. who have to compete who don't right next who aren't. And in the see, power that's where five. it gets difficult because you're yeah. like, well, how are we going to pay this kid at Hofstra the same that we're paying a kid at Alabama? Yeah, right and now? that's what I'm saying. Like the 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 separation between the two is so far. That I think that it just needs to be cut off. If you want ten teams, twelve teams in five in five conferences, make that the BCS, make that your Division One, and then let the other other teams fall to Division Two and work it out from there. The problem is that it's the money. It, they could get more money saying that they're a Division One school. It's all the politics of it. Yeah. But but they just need to get away from it. As far as all right, you want to have five teams be guaranteed spots in in the playoff, and you want this and you want that, just. Just cut it away, and you can, and you'll be able to save the headache of paying these players and making it a lot easier too. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, we got onto all that. So yeah, just, yeah, to, weird, yeah. just to round it all back. Yeah, hundred days until <laughs> I forgot how I was sitting in yeah. Boston. I was like, how did we get here? It just it just started going that way. Yeah. We ran with it, and Blu-ray players, and I don't have one, and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. kind of it got to that point, and that's kind of like where we ended up at. So yeah. 100 days out from the start of the yeah, college football season. I, I think it's a, a – someone – is it Texas and USC at, at yeah. Dallas Stadium? Someone. Listen, no, no. Someone. Yeah. Uh, also, today they awarded uh, the next four Super Bowls, I believe it was, Super Bowl sites. So, and I didn't have them written down. Rick, you got them right there? Yeah, actually, we have the next five uh, already locked. Uh, 17, 2017, which is next year's, is at Houston. Uh, the 18, uh, 2018 is uh, Minneapolis, which is going to be the Minnesota Vikings' new stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, 19 is going to be Atlanta, which is you know the Atlanta Falcons. Um, 2020 is going to be in Florida, which is going to be the new Miami Stadium. Um, and then 2021, the LA Rams in Inglewood gets their gets their Super Bowl. Yeah, they so got ba- basically, if you have a new stadium, you're getting a Super Bowl. You're going to get a new, especially if you have like a retractable dome, because that's always been the whole thing. Is the the cold weather teams always wanted to have the dome open so that they could use the advantage for you know their regular yeah. season, you know. But now the fact is, if you have a dome, you could close it off during the winter because the Super Bowl is played in February. It's usually cold. They want it to be you know nice weather. You could get yourself a Super Bowl if you have a retractable dome in a new stadium. Yeah. The yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> nice contribution. <laughs> contribution. <laughs> the show killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. There's all the uh, upcoming sites for the Super Bowl. Um, let's get into some NBA playoffs, man. Right now, we currently have uh, Golden State and Oklahoma City going at it. Uh, do you have the score of that game right now? 61-46, OKC. 61-46, Oklahoma City. Again. I mean, they just found it, man. They're, they've they been uh, playing chess with Steve Kerr, and hey, they're they're pulling it out. Billy Donovan, uh, we... Uh, 
I, mean, I think we made a joke a couple of weeks back, maybe before the playoffs started, they kind of were going on their little downward uh, slide a little bit where they were losing games in the fourth quarter. We made a little joke about how Billy Donovan's not going to be there for much longer because Kevin Durant's not going to be there. And, yeah. You know, Russell Westbrook's going to be leaving. But, uh, hey, they're pulling it well, together, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was at the point even, what was it, at, at the end of game three, game three or game four where – they were down like 13 points against the uh, uh, the Spurs, and it was always it was like, all right, well, where where's KD going? I always said that he was going to stay because he needed to stay that one extra year signed to get that max money the next year. Um, but yeah, it was, his 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 future was looking in doubt right there, and all of a sudden they come back in that game, they they take it to win. Uh, they they just dominate the rest of that series. They come out against Golden State, and the wins that they have had, they've put it on them. Yeah, it, they haven't been close. I mean, I thought Golden State was going to come out and win this game, uh, but I mean they're down twenty at this point. And, yeah, and then and, they they make that up real quick. Yeah, you know with those three pointers and stuff. So you don't know, and I don't even think we're at halftime it's yet. It's not right. even halftime yet, but still. But the, I mean, they've given up yeah. sixty six. Man, we're talking. They gave up th- about that amount, and then they. Uh, what was it the, on on Sunday? They had already scored over a hundred before they even got to the fourth quarter. Yeah, they yeah. was like four minutes out and they were up there in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, Stephen Adams has been the MVP for them. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he's brought. I mean, of course you have Durant and yeah. Westbrook, but I'm saying, no. I know what you mean. Like, yeah, he, I know what you he's mean. been that like unsung hero, the guy who's been. He really slid. They found something with him and Ibaka, uh, and then even Cantor in that rotation. I mean, these guys are just. They're just playing lights out defense yeah. around the rim. And it was something that, that nobody thought that they could do, you know, because they, they are big. They're they big, are They long. are a big, long, lanky team, and nobody thought that this is something that they could do against the Warriors. There's no way you could play uh, Cantor and uh, uh, Adams together at the same time. They've done it, yeah. and they've been successful while well, doing it. Well, because the thing is, is, is Golden State has this small lineup where they put Draymond at the five, and I mean, it just messed with everybody because mm-hmm. it brought your big to the to the perimeter because he's Draymond actually likes to just sit out there and shoot threes and post. And he likes to post up, but he likes those threes, you know. And it brings your big out there, but they have two bigs that are athletic enough to get out there and still get back in order to get yeah. the rebounds and make make can, make <clears throat> normal shots for them that are easy contested, and it's working. Yeah, and he's also been doing an awful lot of ball kicking. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but I thought that he should have been suspended for one game on that. I know people want are are on the side of no, we want to see the best versus the best. Yeah, we all want to see the best versus the best. Yeah. But what I don't want to see is a guy out there who I think, by looking at it, purposely kicked him in the balls twice. The, the first one, dude, the first one, guys don't. He doesn't go up with layups with high knees like yeah, that. Like, yeah, I could, I could. You could make an argument for that one. Like I thought it was an accident, but I remembered that right away, seeing him kick him in the one, balls. Yeah, and I was like, wait a second, wasn't he the same guy that just need him in the balls the other day? One game before that. Yeah, right before that, and uh, so they, they, you know, they look it over, give him a flagrant one. Okay. League decides to take a look at it when they're talking about whether or not they want to actually suspend him. And instead of suspending him, they, they bump the flagrant to a two and give him a $25,000 fine, which says to me, any other circumstance, he's suspended. Yeah, because isn't a flagrant two, isn't it automatic reject- yeah. rejection? And then if you don't get ejected, they usually suspend you a game in retroactive for not being kicked out. Like, if it's taken up to a flagrant mm-hmm. two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's currently at three, so he could get one more and then still be suspended for a game, whatever. But uh, it's just a terrible job of the NBA hiding the fact that they wanted their best players out there. Yeah. They weren't willing to, to, to uh, discipline the guy. During a, a big series, you know, yeah. this this is the big series that yeah. is going on right now. I, I mean, we'll get to the other one shortly after this, but they don't want anything tainted in it to where anybody could come back and say yeah. that, oh, well, they weren't at full strength, you know, in, in game four and they lost it. Well, and I mean, it just feeds into how the NBA is full of conspiracies. The NBA has always been, had conspiracies surrounding <clears throat> it because of the lottery and, and then the whole Chris Paul to, to LA Lakers. And, and then now you have this where, you know, they just—they're coming off of 
you know, beaten the Bulls' record, 73 wins, mm-hmm. and then now they're down looking like they might lose, and then you lose Draymond, their centerpiece, they are got to be thinking like, oh shit, like we want Golden State in this champion, we yeah. want them to be in it for their 70, the 73 season, mm-hmm. like... This is what everything is built up to this whole year, yeah. and and all of a sudden, freaking little little Russell Westbrook and KD is just p- pissing in their cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in, in, in the games, they they haven't been good. They haven't been. They've been, been, they've been clearly one sided, and uh, it's not good for the league right now at this point. It's good in terms of because. There are people who would like to see the Warriors lose. At the same time, don't take that as me saying that uh, the Warriors have a bunch of haters. I still don't believe that the Warriors have a bunch of haters. There are people out there that want to say that, but this is I think they this have is their, one of the most liked amount. teams, yeah. like the most liked winning teams that I can even remember. Man, if there's a team doing this in the NFL, when a team's going undefeated or going for the undefeated record in the NFL, that team is destroyed week to week. Mm-hmm. This is why they're going to lose. This is why they're going to lose. Uh, people were rooting for this for the Warriors. Uh, anybody outside of Chicago, they were rooting for the for the Warriors. In there my was opinion, a lot, but there was a lot of quiet people too because they couldn't fit in that, anywhere to just, say anything. That's just because those you see people. a lot of you see a lot of you see a lot of it on Twitter happening now. Like a lot of hate. And just, of course, of course. But, but that's, that's what I'm just saying. Those it, it's people there though. Yeah, they're they people. Come, they are people. They're the guys that go yes, on there. They are people. No, but listen, those are, those are the guys that will. See it happen, and then they'll go on and they'll make a, a new profile, and they're just an egg. Yeah. So they're doing it just for the sake of doing it. They probably have another one where they've been riding their <laughs> coattails, but they're like, oh, wait, well, I can't really, blah, blah, blah. And then they go on there and they start yeah, ripping them with their Sheldon pictures. Tomato, tomato, tomato. But, I mean, it's just it's just like there's going to be people who aren't liking them. Yeah, but it is, like you said, the most liked team that has ever been this good for this a long time. And we've had this discussion earlier where I think – I said um, <clears throat> that if they win it this year, that next year you'll see a lot. Yeah. You'll get people tired yeah. of them. And next year would be the year if they won it all. If they won it all. Yeah. But, but if they lose it this year, it'll still continue because it'll be like, oh, they lost it when they won 73. And next year they're going to win it. You know, it'll be just like that rallying cry for the bandwagoners, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going on. Uh, OKC is up, and I believe they're heading into halftime. Uh, close. To, uh, they're up by 19. So that's that. Uh, the other series they got going on, of course, Cleveland and Toronto turned into a series. Uh, they're currently tied at 2-2. Uh, of course, Cleveland won both their games in, uh, at home. Toronto did the same in Toronto with Drake cheering on like a little fangirl. Oh, um, he needs to go away. Uh, the, the Cavs, they're just not shooting the three like they were uh, heading into the series in the first two games. And their defense has become very, very leaky. Add that together with uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, DeMar DeRozan starting to pick things up for them. Uh, they turned, they made it interesting. I still don't think that they're going to pull it out. No. But, I mean, it's 2-2 right now. That's, yeah. that's, that's a lot better than – I mean, we were sitting here last week saying sweep, after, especially after that first game. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're all sitting here calling it for them. Um, but I think the biggest question that came out of it – I mean, of course, you had the, the Kevin Love little – Injury tweak on the uh, referee's foot, but the fact that uh, Tyron Lue decided to keep him out for the final four—I thought we were past all that. The whole keep, keeping Ke- uh, Kevin Love out of the end of ball games, mm-hmm. like 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 they did uh, last season before he got hurt. Uh, he's 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 a max player. He does, mm-hmm. he deserves to be out there. You're paying the guy to be out there. Mm-hmm. He decides to keep him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't. I think that I think that was a big uh, mistake on his on his behalf. I think it cost him the game. Yeah, they they had come back and they taken the lead. Yes, they did it with Channing Fry. Channing Fry went in there uh, in the third quarter, shot them back into the game. She was like the Channing Fry, Della Vadova, Richard yeah. Jefferson. But I mean, you're paying the guys the big bucks. You put them out there, man. You you put them out He's there. A big time and, player. And, and, yeah, you you got to do it. Prime and, time, baby. And they didn't do it, and they ended up, you know, giving that game away. I think they scored like one point in the last four, mi- they were four one, minutes and 11. They were half. one for 11 yeah. after they started out 11 for 11 in, yeah. the, in the quarter. Yeah, so, Terrible. and, you know, rookie, rookie head coach. Yeah. Did thing, but uh, I, there's also been a lot of uh, talk about how much he, he decided to play LeBron because he'd been kind of pacing his minutes throughout uh, the playoffs. He played 46 minutes yesterday. Yeah. Played the entire second half. Yeah. Wow. And um, with the with the amount of wear and tear that that guy has on his body, 
that's not going to be good for him, man. Like, you got to give him a rest, let him come in and beast, give him his normal rest, because you just, you're going to wear the guy out. I think he might have, he felt the pressure of that game. He might have, oh, he might have, he might have coached them into pressure because mm-hmm. of the, how he played, like, set his lineups. Because, yeah. I mean, before that, he was coasting 9 0, started his, started his career off, 10 0, started his career off, and then boom. They get, you know, they got whopped in, in game three, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. here they are, game four, they're down another, what, 16, nine, I think they were down 18 points at one point, yeah. and they uh, they cut it back down, they were actually up one with like four minutes left, and and they lost it, they just couldn't get it back together, like you said, they missed all their shots, so um, I think he kind of felt the pressure of it going into it, and you know, I think he'll be better for it, It's it, like you said, he's a rookie coach, but... Yeah. Um, you know he's he's got a, he's got two home games coming up, so mm-hmm. uh, you know home cooking always cures a lot. So we'll see what happens. And, I, uh, I, I think the, I think they closed it out at home. That's yeah, right. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they go they're there and then they go back and then they got to go back to Cleveland if that oh, comes yeah, it's to one against, one, uh, yeah, seven. Yeah, so one, one, one. Uh, best of three now in that series. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting there thinking to myself after it happens. I think the league. It's good for the league, but it's also really, really bad for the league if we end up with an Oklahoma City Toronto finals. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I think this the ratings will not be very good. Uh, but I think it's good for the league in terms of, you know, some fresh blood, you know, at the top. I just, I mean. It, but not good for the ratings. It no, will not be good for the ratings no. at all. No, I mean, I think the best, I mean, not the best outcome for them, but I think they're hoping for at this point. Best case scenario for them is Cleveland, Oklahoma City. I yeah, mean, that's not a bad. That's not a bad series. If they you ask no, me. okay. They want Golden State, Cleveland. Yeah, they'll take Oklahoma City, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with Oklahoma nothing. City, Toronto. Toronto, they don't want anything. They don't yeah. want Toronto in there at they, all. Toronto, okay. Why not? A lot of, well, they're just. It's about the money. It's about yeah. They're in Canada. Money. There's not much going. There's not. Dude, during the season, I believe that uh, you know because they're the second seed out of the East, so obviously they were good enough to to do good things, right? And uh, for a while there, they were leading the East. They didn't get much airtime, man. No. They didn't put them on TN, uh, TNT. They didn't put them on on on, uh, on ESPN. They didn't put them on. Uh, they put, they had a couple games on NBA TV, but who really watches games on NBA TV? It's because their mascot's a dinosaur, huh? A dinosaur, yeah, maybe. <laughs> My yeah. thing is, is like. Toronto and there's there'll be a few other people watching it, but Toronto will be the only people watching it. And there's there's going to be a lot of TVs in America that yeah, all of Canada be will be watching it. I don't think all of Canada will. No, I mean, what other basketball team do they have? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be into the basketball. You just be just because Vancouver? maybe we don't understand how things work there, but I think bandwagoning is bandwagoning, and like people from Canada will be like the Raptors, eh? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. That was a little bit more Mexican. That was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess they <laughs> do, do. Mexicans talk with a Canadian accent, or do hey. ca- ca- Canadians talk with a Mexican accent? I don't know, man. Whatever. I don't know. Shut up, Fredo, dude. I'm not <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, that's probably the best thing. Alrighty, so we have the Blues uh, switching back to goalie. Uh, Brian Elliott for Game Six versus the Sharks. Uh, the Blues trail the series three to two, and uh, out of the best of seven, and the Sharks have been looking really good. Um, I still like the Blues in this series, um, <clears throat> but I mean it's going to be an uphill battle for them. Uh, the Sharks are deceptively fast, and uh, what is that a funny word? No, and, and it's forcing the Blues into a lot of uncharacteristic uh, mistakes, uh, a lot of turnovers in their zone. Uh, they're giving up a lot of odd man rushes. Uh, sharks are big, fast, uh, and they are physical. <laughs> and scary. Uh, sharks, they scare me. Uh, uh, I'm, I will say this. <laughs> the Sharks have a good chance of winning the Cup this year. Oh my gosh, dude. I felt like you were just reading like a biography of sharks on Wikipedia. I thought we were in Shark no. Week. Sharks like to travel in a pack. And when they do, they smell blood in the water and they attack. <laughs> That's what I was And they attack. They're quick. They're mobile. They have no fear. Hey. I'm being serious with the oh sharks. They're, they're fast. They're big. 
And they hit. Oh my gosh, man. Discovery then, chat. I thought it was scoring. hockey minute, man. And These guys scoring. over here on planet Earth. And they're scoring. You might, you might as well have had Sigourney Weaver read that for you. <laughs> no, Morgan Freeman, he reads everything. No, she did Planet Earth. I don't care. Uh, I would rather have Morgan Freeman. Hey, Rick, next week we learn about giraffes. <laughs> yeah, just for you, Mike. Just for you. I'm going to have my own. Hey, oh, hey when Hockey Minute's over, I'll have my own Zoom oh, in it. Man. I'll have my own Zoom in it. I like. I like cats. I like turtles. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Cookies! Yes. The, what? <laughs> I like cookies. Oh. oh man, Rick. I like turtles. I, I hope when you listen to that back, you hear what we heard. Because, I mean, that's what it was, right? Yeah, no. That's like, what it was. I, I got it after you, like, we're laughing. I was like, oh, I gotta just finish. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh man, that is funny though. But I mean, it's a sports team. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You talk about the team, but you were. Over I here, should have said San Jose. It was like you're the Fisher Price seesaw <laughs> or something. I should. Sh- a shark. A shark. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh man, you're such an ass. So, yeah. I hate you. Yeah, I know. I, I know. hate you, both of you. All right, it's <laughs> a baseball real quick. Uh, uh, Noah Syndergaard. Thor, as they like to call him. Thor. What do you call him? Heartthrob? <laughs> uh, he hey, was, hey, I would. He was named the uh, National League Player of the Week. Uh, I would. Uh, I would bang him. He went 2-0. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he gave up no runs in 14 innings pitched last week and uh, struck out 21. Did not walk a batter. The Mets are currently 28-16. and A uh, half game back to the Nationals in the East. And he is their true... Ace. Uh, Ace of the staff. Sorry, has been... Sorry, Matt Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Matt Harvey. I mean, it's sad to watch, man. Yeah. I mean... When I mean, he had I like guess... two-thirds of an inning in yeah. last star. Yeah, I guess it about... happens. And I guess he was getting touched up today as well, too, Yeah, man, they're thinking so... about uh, give, skipping a couple of his, his spots. Yeah. Giving yeah. him some rest. I mean... He's coming. I, yeah, he had the Tommy John and everything. I just he just lost all confidence, man. They were showing something today where he was facing uh, Jason Worth, who's hitting like two eighteen. Uh, he had a three two count. Instead of going with his uh, his bread and butter, the fastball, he decides to throw him a slider, and that thing just sailed on him. <laughs> it just uh, it's not going good I mean, for I, him. I man. think it was definitely ever since the whole playoff situation with him and his agent coming out saying he wasn't going to pitch past the innings and then he came back and did and I mean he didn't have a very good postseason he kind of labored through and ever since the start of this season it's just been bad it's just been bad you know I mean I just noticed it today because I was you know looking around and stuff uh Cespedes, he's, he's he's putting himself up a, a nice MVP little MVP type, type year, yeah. man. He has been since he got to New York last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know all of that coming in, but heading into the season, I don't, I don't think many people were saying, yeah, keep a lookout for Cespedes as an MVP candidate. But the guy's hitting like what three twenty three right now, fifteen uh, home runs. He's just on a tear, mm-hmm. man. And uh, if he keeps it up, uh, the strength of the team last year obviously was pitching and that's what kind of took them to where they were going but if they can keep up that offensive production man they're just they're just as scary as any team mm-hmm. they're they're as good as the nationals they're as good as the cubs if they can do that definitely because they have that pitching and i mean it's so hard to have the depth of pitching i mean look at what harvey's doing and they're pitching st- i mean even Degrom's not even doing what he did yeah. last year and they're still as a staff just motoring through everybody yeah and uh <laughs> bartolo is uh keeping them keeping their heads above water too yeah, man, surprisingly Bar- bartolo so, yeah, the Mets, man. Playing some great baseball right now. The Dodgers got to head out there and play them this weekend. You know how that goes. West Coast, you know, usually West Coast teams don't travel well. They, they swing, they go to the Mets, and then they gotta, they're heading back this way against the Cubs. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough trip. Right yeah, there. definitely a tough trip, man. But it's and, a t- and Kershaw it's... can't pitch every game. Well, I'm saying that's a trip where you learn a lot about your team, though. Yeah. You get to know each other. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, in the American they have League, slumber parties in between. The, <laughs> yeah. They get the pillows and the <laughs> oh, no. yeah. they get the pillows in between and get like put blankets over and make forts uh, in between the the airplane seats or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all see him some popcorn? Hey, he doesn't like popcorn. You didn't learn anything about him from this trip. <laughs> yeah. Tell scary stories. Yeah. 
<laughs> shark stories. Shark, shark stories. <laughs> oh, Rick, man. Shut up. Shut up, guys. Oh, my God. Guys, shut up. I mean, I, I'm going to go back and listen to that part over and over Shut again, up, guys. Uh, in the American League, you had Miguel Cabrera and uh, Cameron Mabin. Both of the Tigers, they were named co-players of the week. Cabrera hit 500 with six runs scored, a triple. He doesn't have many, very many of those. Uh, three home runs and six RBIs. Maben hit 600 for the week. Uh, scored five, a home run, and five RBIs to go along with four stolen bases. The Tigers are 22-22 uh, and 22 right now. Fourth place in the AL Central. But they're still right in the thick of things. You know, like we said, this early in the season, it's just really hard to really get a feel on these teams. Uh, so... You know, 22 and 22 could turn into a division champion by the end of the year. You know, yeah, just, yeah. there's just too much time for, for any of that. Uh, I guess what's surprising, the Cubs are 4-8 and eight over their last 12 games. Anthony Rizzo hasn't been getting it done. Uh, they pretty much have uh, uh, um, Ben Zobrist, and he's just carrying him, but they just don't have enough around him, and they've been getting touched up. They've been getting touched up as far as that, that starting rotation goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was bound to happen. So it's not the end of the world. You know, you see the Cubs 4-8 uh, and eight their last 12. It's not the end of the world. Yep. You still want to compare them to the 27 Yankees, though? I don't. Nope. And I didn't when that was going on. Nope. But, uh, yeah. So I'm glad that's kind of cooling it down and people are just like, hey, you know what? They're a good team, but yeah. they're not the 27 Yankees. No. So let's just leave that where that's at. Yeah. And then uh, also today, Jackie Bradley Jr., now has a 28-game hit, hitting streak. My man. Staying on fire. Doing his thing. Swinging a pretty bat. Uh, and and that, that lineup's just loaded, man. So he's going to get his pitches. Yeah, he's getting... The, he, like, he's the guy that they're just going to be like, okay, we're going to serve you up and then, like, just hope that you get out. Yeah, and they moved him up to the sixth spot. So he's hitting behind Hanley. And yeah. he's hitting in front of Travis Shaw, who... Travis Shaw rakes. He has great back control. Nice line drive hitter. He's 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 safe right now. He's looking pretty. Yeah. Yeah, so he's keeping that up. We'll see how that goes along into next week. Uh, I was gonna look at some, uh, look ahead at some pitching matchups for him, see what they, what there might be. But then I thought to myself, who cares? I was gonna say the last twenty eight games, you don't think he's facing an ace or two? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, who cares? You're either gonna hit or you're not, man. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, I mean, that's all that it is for the, for that sports. But we're gonna talk a little bit of a, a little bit of wrestling. We just had Extreme Rules this past weekend. It was pretty much just a rehash of uh, payback. Um, what do we? Ha- what matches did we have? We had the, the tag team title match between the Vaudevillains and the New Day. Yep, it was a good match. I mm-hmm. thought it was a, you know a pretty good match. The thing that sucks about it is is I think it's going to be really hard for the Vaudevillains to get over. And I I really I, I like the Vaudevillains. I man. like them. They were kind of dealt a shitty hand as far as the gimmick goes, but they made it work in NXT. They started to get over. Uh, rumor is Vince isn't really high on them because of the gimmick, but uh, I think if people will give them a chance and watch them actually perform, they do a good job, man. They're just they're just two good workers. And and uh, 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 Aiden English, I, I like him on the mic. I think he does a good job. Me too. I, I like both of them actually. And like to me, it sets up perfect. Like you have a built-in heel. Like you never have to worry about it. The VOD villains, like villains, is in their name, and and yeah. they've been great. I mean, they come out and said some funny stuff where, like, even the one-liners like, damn. Like, right after Enzo um, had his concussion against them, uh, Gotch had the line. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but, I mean, I was dying. I was like, damn, that was, like, the perfect heel line right there. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're very good. I, like <laughs> I think I know what Fredo's is. What are you going to say, Fredo? No, you say it. No, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say Aiden has a great voice too. He can sing. Oh yeah, okay. That's not, that's not what does, I thought you were gonna does, say. He does. I thought he was gonna ask us because I guess you have to see them. But there was one time, one night when we were all having <laughs> a few uh, spirits, yeah. and uh, Fredo <laughs> Fredo asked us in all seriousness, <laughs> "Hey, uh, you think that if I worked out really hard for a month?" That I, I could look like uh, Simon Gotch. <laughs> I had a vision, man. In all seriousness, he, like, he thought that he looked like... I mean, 
they, they have I don't know I don't know where he thought they look like <laughs> <laughs> they both have black hair I guess but uh, yeah look up Simon Gotch and you can they well actually sweet we'll, we'll, uh, we'll post a picture of it with like a poll on Twitter or something like that uh, <laughs> do you think Fredo looks like Simon Gotch we'll do like the side by side picture thing <laughs> Or, or do, do, do you think, think that if Fredo worked out for him? <laughs> <laughs> he could look like I could him. Answer, I could answer that for you. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Well, yeah, we'll put it up. We'll ask. I'm already because I'm already seeing the pictures of him now, and I'm like, nah. I'll see it. <laughs> but we're gonna ask because he was serious about it, man. He was definitely serious about it. You guys crushed my dream. Yeah. Uh, after that, what else did they have? Um, uh, Corbin Ziggler again. Yeah, Corbin Ziggler. That well, was the, that was a pre-show match, yeah, right? Yeah. The club um, versus Usos. Oh yeah, the club versus the Usos. I, I mean, a good match, but they just they they've been running running them out there on Raw, SmackDown. Like we've seen this match too much already. They let the Usos get over on them too many times. Like I just have no idea what they're trying to do with the club. I know now they're going this whole direction with we're not with you anymore, AJ, but. Everything leading up to that, they they kind of made them look weak, and I just don't understand that why that they would would put them out there like that. And it was that. almost like a pity win. It was like, yeah, they yeah. won, but you didn't even all, all believe it at that point because yeah. they made them kick their ass so much. The Usos kicked the the Bullet Club's ass so much before that that <laughs> it was like, wow, like all you kind of it looked like you kind of just threw. Threw him a bone, and even in the match, like the Usos dominated a lot of the match too. They mm-hmm. came out kicking their ass the first five minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, and you know having them job out to to Roman Reigns. Each of them lost to Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I just don't understand, man. I just don't understand what Creative was doing with them. Hopefully, now that they're doing this whole breakaway thing, that they just turn them into like these beasts that they're supposed yeah, to be. Because Anderson's a stud, man. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a great team. They brought him over for a reason, but. I know they didn't bring them over to make the Usos look good. Yeah, no Because the Usos don't need help. They already have their face paint and they have their little, you know, kids following yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, two-time Slammy winners for tag team when they weren't even a tag team for one of those years because one of them was hurt for all of it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where that whole thing goes. Uh, what, what was next, Fredo? Uh, you got Rusev going over uh, Kalisto. Yeah, I, that was pretty much what I expected to happen, especially... Uh, Leading up to how they, because they, they had to bring him back. They had to keep building him as a beast, man. Yeah. Uh, he kind of got lost in the shuffle with the League of Nations. And I really like Rusev, man. I think the work that he did with John Cena for the U.S. title, like that was that was entertaining stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs he, Lana. Yeah, he definitely needs Lana. And they, they have her out there because he's not going to get over on the microphone. But uh, the matches that they put on, he is the super athlete that uh, mm-hmm. he says that he is. Uh, he just works. He just works great in the ring. So they have this match. And, uh, I mean, I don't really remember much of it. There wasn't really too much memorable about it, except for the fact that when he put the accolade on him, he looked like he was going to snap his back in half. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe this is just an opportunity for them to give Kalisto a little rest or something. But, uh, yeah, Rusev wins. He's now the U.S. uh, champion. We'll see what happens. Maybe they bring back Cena and they have another little feud for it, like Cena didn't want to give it up or something, you know. Well, because, yeah, I mean, he wasn't even on Raw the next day, so, I mean, and he's yeah. going gonna to be on SmackDown. Yeah, they're having a rematch yeah, or something so, like that on SmackDown, yeah. but, I mean, I expect him to, you know, hold on to it and, yeah. and go from there. Uh, I just hope they, because they were doing a good job, like I said, with Cena and making that title mean something, because yeah. it, it, it had been a while, and, I mean, that battle had been on the, the waist of, like, Ambrose and uh, Rusev before Cena, of course. But uh, they need to do something, man, because that, that belt's just too prestigious not to have any type of meaning, meaning in that company. Yeah, and I mean, to me, I thought, like, like you said, Cena did a great job bringing it back, doing the open <clears> challenge, <throat> where, you know, he'd call out and somebody would run out who you didn't expect, and it was somebody new every night, and, like, that was, a, I thought that was great of it, like... I, I, something like that needs to happen, but I mean, obviously, yeah. he's the only one. That's it brought happened. everybody Zayn. It brought everybody uh, uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens yeah. So it did a good job. It, it, it like especially towards the end there, where they were high, uh, showcasing Cesaro against them before you yeah. know Cesaro just uh, got hurt. Well, he didn't decide to get hurt, mm. but uh, you know he gets hurt, 
And but those two were putting on great matches, man. Yeah. Great matches. So I, I want to see a Sami Zayn Cesaro feud. You know, just keep talking about that. <laughs> what was the good, What was the next What was the next match? It'd be good, man. It was it's a fatal four way, right? Yeah, fatal four way. Yeah, I mean, that was a great match, man. Filled with spots, great wrestling. Everybody had their opportunity to shine in it, except for the Miz. I think the Miz kind of yeah, hit he... a little bit, <laughs> but but I mean that's what the heel does. You know, the heel is usually doing that in the match. He he. Uh, is slithering around or he's hurt most of the time and then they let him sneak in. He retains the title, but they all had their cool little spots in it. And, uh, I mean, it was obviously the match of the night. They had to hide it in the middle because if you put that thing too close to the main event, it would have overshadowed it. And uh, it, gave, it gave people a chance to calm down. And you could tell that they calmed down as, as the pay-per-view moved on because, I mean... You know, it took all the energy out of it everything. Took the air out of the building because yeah. it was so intense. It like was... you could have had, you could have easily had that match be the main event, and like everybody, everybody would have really gone cool. home happy. Yeah. Because, dude, like even during it, you had no clue who was going to win it. It was like, tip, yeah. like typical old school mm-hmm. uh, WWE. There were spots in it, like, all right, this person's winning, but then it didn't happen, and it was like four or five times. We're like, all right, it's ending now, and it kept yeah. going, and it kept going. Yeah. I did say I hope the Miz held on to it, and he did hold on to it. But uh, there was a certain point, like you said, where everybody was hitting their finishers, and uh, it just did. You, after that point, you were just like, okay, I don't know who's going to win this match. Yeah. You, you have a little bit of a feel with the how it's you know, the flow of it, yeah. and uh, it was just cool how he snuck in there and, and got that pin and weaseled <laughs> out again. You know, it was just awesome. Man. It was, it was, like, even though I said it, that I was like, you know what, like I wanted Cesaro to win. But the way they ended it, how good that match was, it was perfect. Like, yeah. It had to end that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, so great, and then, like, just disappointing, but you're like, ah, oh, man, it's the hill, you know? It's the <laughs> yeah. hill. But it was great. I, like, I, I really enjoyed that match. Yeah. Uh, what'd they have next? Was it the uh, women's title? The women's, yeah. <clears throat> I the thought s- it was uh, Ambrose and Jericho. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After that, they had Ambrose and Jericho. Uh, just not a good match at all, man. I know <laughs> you got a little bit excited towards the end of it because of the thumbtacks, but... To me, thumbtacks didn't make the match. Man. No, it wasn't because of the thumbtacks. I thought the wrestling was good once they got back to wrestling instead of like climbing it to get stuff and beat each other up with. Like once they got to the actual wrestling part towards the end, I think that the match actually became a match. Yeah, I mean, it just we'd seen them before. I'd, I'd much rather have just seen them have a good match, but this one was just it just felt so sloppy and. I fell asleep. The whole like, did you fall asleep during that match? Yeah, yeah. It was. It just. It just had no, no yeah, flow to it at all. No yeah, nothing the first to 10 it. Minutes were terrible. And uh, I mean, Ambrose gets the win. Obviously, it was a match named after him. You know, the Ambrose or no the asylum. That asylum match. Yeah. And uh, they. I mean, you know, like I said, they had the spot where he falls in the thumbtacks, and we were all. <laughs> the funny part is, we're sitting there. Nah, those. There's no points on him. It's just. It's just the. Uh, the push part of it. Yeah, but maybe if the, if it is, maybe they're just soft and they'll bend with them. And as soon as he falls in them, you just see all this blood squirting out. Like, okay, so I guess they're real. <laughs> you know? So kudos to uh, Chris Jericho for taking that uh, little fall on the uh, thumbtacks. Uh, but yeah, terrible match. Terrible match. Uh, then after that, like like you said, had the uh, women's title match. Uh, I've Me personally, I've seen it one too many times. Uh, Natty and, uh, and Charlotte. You knew somebody was going to come out. I thought it was going to be Charles Robinson, but it turned out to be Dana Brooke <laughs> dressed as Ric Flair, and the end was just really sloppy with her jumping up on there and flexing her muscles and all that stuff, and yeah. uh, I just don't know what they were doing. Got her got her in the uh, figure eight, and then that was it, man. I mean, and then the celebration afterwards, I don't know if any of you guys were laughing. I was laughing at it, like, watching Dana Brooke try to do the flare <laughs> strut. And, like, even Charlotte, you could tell what she's looking at her, like, dude, calm down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we're good. Just just calm down a little. And I don't think that it was uh, part of the character. I think she was like, dude, this girl's weird. She's, like, <laughs> trying too hard, man. I just don't see how she fits in with Charlotte, though. It was like they just needed to put her with somebody after the Emma injury. Yeah. They're just like, all right, well, this is how we'll do it. She, she's a, I mean, she's a good-looking girl. I don't want to get into all that. I don't want to get into all that. I was just going to say, I don't like all the flexing, man. The flexing just doesn't do it for me. No, not at all. You don't like your titty muscles? <laughs> I'm not dude, I'm not saying none of that. Like, she's, she's a good-looking she's girl. She's a pretty girl. But when she comes out, she's like, <laughs> like, doing flexing and stuff. Like, I just never, I just can't, man. I just like don't like muscly girls, girls dude. Yeah. Like, 
I, I don't have, okay, I, dude, I'm fat, I'm not gonna say, like, okay, you're ugly, or you're ugly, or ugly, we all have our preferences, I, I can like any girl from skinny to fat, but buff is just something I'm not about, <laughs> you know, I'm just not about the buff, man, it's just me. Buff life. Yeah, like, if you could play linebacker for the Raiders, I, I mean, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I can't be too picky, but I'll pass, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, there's that. And then finally we get the end, uh, an Extreme Rules match. It was uh, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns for the uh, WWE World Heavyweight title. Another g- good match. I thought they they work well together. Uh, people obviously don't like Roman Reigns, but uh, he, he works well with AJ. And AJ yeah. does carry him a lot in it. Yeah. But he, he held his own a little bit. And then towards the end of it, you could tell that he was getting tired. Yeah. It was hard for him to keep up. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, they just, you know, like I said, they just work great together. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like that perfect compliment of, like, because AJ's strong enough to do moves. Yeah, cause, but and Roman, I think that's what's surprising to some people is because you, you look at him and you don't expect him to be able to lift people up. Like, yeah. that you see him lifting up range, you see him lifting up Kevin Owens, like, yeah. just, he, he can do it. And he does, like, those, like, back-breaking moves as he put, puts him up in, like, a suplex position and then drops him on his knee. Like, he does these things yeah. with these big guys that you don't expect him. So he could, and he's, and he's still really athletic. Yeah. He's still, you know, he's a high flyer too at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, he's been just taking a beating night. Like, I know he's, you know, he has some back problems and stuff, but I mean, this guy has taken some bumps the last, you know, three or four weeks that are just incredible and tables and this and that. Yeah. And, oh my. Uh, pretty, pretty much. But I mean, he, I, I, I think that's what. I mean, he really took good. all the damage now. The two, all, the two tables, well, the, the, the table, little plexiglass table yeah. that didn't break. And the Roman just had to go out, yeah. run through a uh, a, a padded a barricade, barricade. Um, and I think that's <clears throat> I think that's a lot of like the biggest problem. I mean, I think a lot of people just see John Cena too coming, and it's like you know we really have no chance, no say as fans in in his arrival. Like you know, most of these other guys, fans have to put the guys over in order for them to mm-hmm. be to be champs. Yeah. And and nobody wanted to put this guy over, and it was like, nope, here he is, and it was like, well, and then it's like the whole point of like kind of what we're talking about right now, like like yeah, it, a lot of people are misconstruing as Styles made Roman Reigns look good, and that's not the case. Roman did do really good things, mm-hmm. but it was just the fact that he didn't return the favor to Styles. Yeah, like he went through two announcer tables, he went through the plexi guys. I mean, he did all these things to where... Paxaka. The Paxaka. But he did all these things to... He took, that, he took the chair shots, and we were laughing about this yesterday, because like, that was his spot, I guess, where he was supposed to take the chair shots. Yeah. But he had to share them with the Usos. Yeah, exactly. You know, they ran when he in, came down, yeah. it was like AJ was handing them to everybody oh. else. Hold on. What happened? Okay, no, because it was recording, and uh, I still had the music bed. Uh-huh. From last week's episode. Oh, they play it? I, I heard it. I don't oh. think you guys heard it, but... I didn't oh, hear it. okay. Well, Anyways. it's not the end of the show yet. We're no, almost we, done. We, don't we worry could, about we it. Could, no, I can cut it out. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we're picking up. You yeah. guys are talking about... Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll just leave it in. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was confused. Yeah. I was confused there for a second. Good job, Fredo. Yeah, our yeah. engineer over here. Is, what's going on? Extraordinaire. Yeah, I thought he tried to add in some audio or something like that. But uh, anyways, yeah, you know, the club and the uh, Usos came in, got involved in it. Uh, uh, made for some nice little spots. They both they each hit their finishers on like on Styles and, yeah. and and Reigns. They all both went for the pin. Didn't work. The thing at the end, okay, <clears throat> I was fine with it. If he's gonna win, I then he's gonna win. The thing at the end that I did not care for is that they made the Styles clash look so weak. Yeah, he gave him one, went for the pin, didn't work. Gave him another one on a steel chair, didn't work. Yeah. Goes outside to give him the, the phenomenal forearm, catches a spear, and he's done. Like, I mean, that was it. Like, you I, gave him I, two styles clashes. Yeah. After the chair shots, after two styles clashes, after a attempt at the phenomenal forearm, and he gets one spear and he's out. Yeah, like, for me, um, that could be their, their <clears> calling <throat> for the phenomenal forearm being his finisher. It's been. But, but I mean, that's that could be them saying, you know what, we might not be doing the Styles Clash as much. No, but they've already done that. They've already said that. Oh. He has. He doesn't really do it. 
No, he does it. I've seen him been doing. He's it. done it, but he doesn't do it like it's his finisher. He does his phenomenal forearm like anything else. Yeah. So okay, end of the match. Roman Reigns in there celebrating, and then my boy comes back. He's back, baby. The best wrestler in the world. Fine, Don. Go. <laughs> no. That's Fredo thing. No, Fred Dingo. Seth Rollins. The architect is back. Slaps a pedigree on him. Holds up that title belt that he never lost. And he's getting... Well, he's not going to get it back, but... You know. He might get it back at SummerSlam. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I'm glad to see that he's back, man. That sets up a match between him and Reigns at uh, Money in the Bank. bank. And uh, Rick's all excited. Rick's going to be there. Yeah. And... uh, Dude, I'm actually... But see, Rick's not thinking about it like, uh, you know, the storylines. He's just like, oh, man... Let me get all the dream matches that you ever think of. <laughs> and I gotta sit there and like play heartbreaker. Like, no, man, that's not that, that wouldn't work like that. Yeah, but imagine if like this other thing happened at it. Like, if it was WrestleMania, yeah, those matches could could possibly work there. But we're talking about a Money in the Bank. It's gonna happen. <laughs> we're gonna post up all Rick's happy pictures. Rick's got to take pictures for this thing. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, that was Extreme Rules. Now we look forward to uh like we said Money in the Bank. That is on the uh, 19th of June. Father's Day. And uh I'm not sure if uh we'll be doing a show after that. We'll mm-hmm. we'll have to think mm-hmm. about it because Fre- Fredo's uh going to Bermuda. Bahama, what days are you Bahama, going? Pretty mama. Jamaica, <laughs> Miami. Ooh, he wants to take you. Uh, the 14th through the 27th of June. Oh, uh, yeah. So we'll be off for a couple of weeks when that shows up. Don't but, worry, uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> All right, he's already in his scarf. He, 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 he was, man. I'll be back. There's going to be trouble in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his Kofi Kingston? Are you going to Jamaica or the Middle East? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's in a few weeks. But uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for us on this show. No, it's not. What? No, it's not. I got a couple of things for you. Oh, okay. Ooh, well, never mind. A, He's I got a couple had, of things. I've done a uh, Twitter poll. Oh, that's right. That's right. About the Canelo and Triple G fight, whether or not it would happen or not. And we got twelve votes. Eighty-three percent said it would not happen this year. Seventeen percent said yes. Mm, what do you guys think? I absolutely agree with the eighty-three percent that voted no. I don't think that uh, this fight's gonna happen. That. Uh, if, if Can- Can- Canelo could have been a man of his word, his whole a Mexican, we stand, we fight, and all we this other stuff. Around. We don't fuck around. And he gives up his title and says, well, I don't want to be forced into anything by a uh, uh, a false deadline. Yeah, he's He just already has his out. He has yeah. his out. All right. All right. Keeping that in mind, the vacating the title, whatever, dropping the title. Uh-huh. I want you to hear this. This was a clip of uh, De La Hoya. They asked him about... Cotto dropping the title uh-huh. when uh, they were trying to get Cotto to Canelo to fight. Yeah. So this is what uh, De La Hoya had to say. What do you think about Cotto not paying his sanctioning fees and getting stripped of the belt? I think I think it's a disgrace. I think um, I think the fact that it's every kid's dream to fight for the middleweight the middleweight championship title of the world. Um, disgrace to the promotion and it's a disgrace to the sport um, and obviously he didn't follow the rules and regulations of the WBC so you know his fight is with the WBC but me personally I think it's a disgrace. Will it take away from the fight? Will it take away from the fight at all? No not at all it's going to make it even more interesting because now now Canelo now this is this is Canelo's shot to to make him pay back you know now it's personal so I mean, I, I look. Canelo uh, uh, is fighting Cotto because he wants to be the middleweight champion of the world. He's fighting for that title, for that belt. And yeah, um, he's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that when I heard that, I was pissed off. Yeah, I man. But the, I mean, that's just what always goes on. They're gonna say whatever they gotta say to sound good at the time. Yeah, that's not a video. I'm sure that's gone viral. I mean, it's out there. I'm sure yeah. that there's people who have seen it. Tag it, but start, like, start spreading it. But for like the the, the fair weather type boxing fans who don't really pay attention to that type of thing, they don't hear that. They all just saw that Canelo dropped his belt and he doesn't want to fight him. If they heard that, that would just add salt to the wound, yeah. man. Like, uh, man, 
That made me mad hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> that made me mad hearing that, man. Yeah. yeah. That's a disgrace. Yeah, way to end the, the show on a <laughs> bad note, Fredo. <laughs> no problem. Stop this for that. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're on iTunes. Be sure to listen, star it, all that good stuff on there. Star we'll be baby. doing another uh, MLB FanDuel challenge this week as well. So FanDuel. tell your friends, sign up. Let's tell get more than eight. We keep saying that every week. We're stuck on eight, but let's do it. We're stuck. Yeah, so let's do it, man. Get a son stuck. <laughs> get a son stuck. <laughs> yeah, so for, so for Rick, for Fredo, and for myself, hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you learned a lot about sharks. Uh, be sure to tune in next week and uh, we'll try and do better thank you adios they're strong